The Nerdgasm Talk Podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. And welcome back to the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. I'm the man with the play if you need him. Yo, Shazam, Mr. A&D, and joining me is not one, but two of my co-hosts, the originals, the OGs, the ones that the thumbnails are painted after when y'all see these shows, and that is the anime hero, Swag on Zero. Happy Woman History Month. Ooh, that was a bad sentence. But, but Did I mess it up? Happy Happy's oh, Woman's I, I got my month. headphones in, so I can't hear myself that well. <laughs> So if I start saying words, just just play along. Just <laughs> man with the plan. If you know, I did that already. And then of course, Jesus, uh, <laughs> I was like, I got thrown off with the happies, bro. His name is ain't his name ain't Jesus. <laughs> the man, the myth, the reality, the revolutionary. Q flow, flow the rookie. Year, what well, up? Welcome no, back, you know, <laughs> know. Welcome back to the show, guys. It's been I know it's been about two weeks since we gave you guys a nerd to talk podcast. So I figured we could come back some things that we, we we can talk about, laugh and joke about, and things like that. Also, I want to give a a shout out to my man man Q because last week, uh, me and Swag went to go you know say support Q Flow. He had a show, and for those up here in the Philly area, know about Enon Tabernacle. So we was at Enon. That big church that they got in West Oak Lane. So, he was performing there. And, you know, they had like a men's conference in there. And then for those who know, uh, you know, they had Brian Dawkins there speaking. They had Chris Broussard there speaking and stuff like that. But we wasn't there for them. I low-key wanted to see him. But we was there for Q-Flow in the hip-hop part. I recorded the whole thing. I know Swag, Swag probably got a better quality because he brought the tablet out, old man. That's the best memory. I, that's the only thing I got the best memory on. Yeah. So <laughs> I had to. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, I, I just wanted to be like, yo, my experience there was something. Because I, I had to tell y'all real quick, like, I, when, when I got there, I, I, as soon as I opened the door, a swarm of men came from the corner and literally wrapped me up, and I just went with the crowd. It was it was just like you know you see no cartoons a guy comes out and the crowd comes just takes them away. When the crowd finally settled down, I ended up in this room where they about to have brunch. They're about to close the doors and say, "Hey, yo, man, uh, fellas, I need everybody to, to settle, settle down, and get ready for brunch before you say this prayer." I'm like, "Hold on, I'm not supposed to be here." <laughs> so I go out the door and then there's this other guy sitting up there that's taking pictures and recording people. Right there, I got the whole background and everything. I go right onto that pad. He's about to record, take my picture. I'm like, wait, I'm not supposed to be here. I don't know where I'm going. Because Enon is huge, if anybody knows, it's big. They got elevators in there. <laughs> so I'm just like, <laughs> so I go to the sanctuary. Probably like, okay, this looks somewhat familiar. I hear uh, the president of the Christian radio show in there testifying. I said, I guess I'm supposed to be here. And then, uh, Q5 uh, calls me. I, I would text him like panicking, like, yo, bro, I'm here. I don't know where I'm going. And he says, yo, meet me in the lobby. I'm thinking in my head, like, which lobby? Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure I got swept up in multiple lobbies. But no, he, they, he just hung up the phone. So I had to just go 
to the, you know lobby. He comes out there. Him and his boy Pride come out there and, and they, they take me down the secret hallway. I was like, yo, where this hallway come to? And the funny thing is, when, when we go down this hallway, Sway, mm-hmm. Q's sitting there trying out doors, talking about something. No, nah, this ain't the room. I'm like, do you just come from the room? <laughs> do you just come from the Like, no, no, let's not get lost to Enoch. You know what I'm saying? Because, uh, you know what I'm saying? Pastor Waller probably got like, got, got like like little iron walls around here. I don't, I don't, I don't mess with this. So, we finally got back there, and then I was telling my wife, I was like, yo, baby, I was in the green room with all the Christian rappers. And I said, I ain't even turned Brian on. I just sat back and just listened to what they were saying. I was enjoying it. I was like, oh, my God, they got the they got the snacks and the water back there. I said, oh, but this, this is what y'all be doing when y'all be waiting, waiting to start the show, huh? I'm like, damn, this is dope. Yeah, I like that's, that. on, that's honestly how it be. Yeah, look, see, I'm not used to that life. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm just sitting there smiling, listening to everybody talking, shaking everybody's hand. I'm just sitting there acting like, yo, hey, look, I'm part of the machine. Do you see the Q-Flow hoodie? I'm part of the machine. And then, that, uh, Swag, that's when you came in, and they came in there, and then, and then, and then, we, then we went out, got got front row seats and everything like that. It was great. I mean, I mean like I said, in the beginning, I was a little scared because Xena, but and I, I, last time I've been in, I was 2010, when, we were, when, I, when I went to uh, Teddy P's funeral. And even this, when they had ushers guiding us to where we were supposed to go. So, I just wanted to, you know, throw out there and just talk about experience and give Q, uh, Q a shout out to it. So, but thank you for inviting us and good job on your show. Oh, for sure, man. Thanks for, thanks for coming out and supporting your boy. We got more coming. You know what I mean? April. We got another one in June. A big one in June. So, you know, if you're in the Philly area, come see your boy. Anything you want to ask Swag because you was there or, or no? I, you, you, my experience was the same as yours without uh, the whole oh, adventure. How about <laughs> say you, you ain't get lost in the sea of black men? You know what I'm nah, I, All I know is I came back from the bathroom here gunshots. So like, First off, where are the bathrooms at, bro? Are they that far away? That's, that's a great question. Because, uh, look, <laughs> when I was leaving the sanctuary, when I was leaving sanctuary, I, I came out into this hallway where they had like a respirator in one of I'm like, is this, is this like hospital equipment? Do people fall out? I'm like, I came out the wrong way. Had to go back in and recircle my way back around. And I was like, yo, it's like 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 uncharted in here. Each room is leading to somewhere else. I don't know where I'm supposed to be being at. So, so I'm, I'm glad you found the bathroom. I would never would have found it. I went to the bathroom with Fresh Grocer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. So... But yeah, no, I just want to quote experience. So, a uh, couple things to talk about here on the podcast is, uh, that that we didn't that we didn't cover because last week was the Oscars. The uh, I don't know what anyway. I, I know we in the '90s somewhere. I just call it 2023 Oscars, and of course, uh, every everything everywhere all at once won big. They won yes, best. Support. Yes, they won uh, best actress. They won. Best Picture. They won Best Supporting Actor. Uh, I'm not. Did they win Best Director? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. All I know is Mark Wahlberg had to hand him an award, and I was like, "Good, <laughs> good." Oh yes, uh, it did win for Best Director. Uh, and yeah, it, it they they won big, but all and Best Original Screenplay, Best Film Editing. Don't. But the one award that they did win was 
uh, Best Supporting Actress, with, and Jamie Lee Curtis won that award. She was in that movie. She it was for that movie. It was for that movie. Yeah, yeah. Everybody thought it was for Halloween. It was for that movie. Oh, yeah. But oh. the thing, the thing I was hearing was they were saying like, if anybody from that movie should have won that, it was supposed to be. They said some. It was I forgot the uh, actress's name. She's Asian, but they were saying like she did better than Jamie Lee. Like if anybody should have won for that movie, it should have been it shouldn't have been Jamie Lee. They were like, dude, I forgot she was even in there. But, I did too. But, I did yeah, until the it, it, it was it was for that movie. So they 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 they, they cleaned they house. house. Yeah, it, it they, they cleaned house, and then of course they, it caused a little bit of controversy. Not not not, not too much like the also, but everybody, most people, and most people that like us who wanted to win was Angela Bassett's uh, performance in Wakanda Forever, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And everything was, was pretty much a shoo-in for her to win until the uh, SAG Awards happened and Jamie Lee Curtis uh, got to win a uh, snag, which it was just like, oh, that just changed the momentum and then come the Oscars, it happened. And, I, you know, I, uh, it's just, it sucks. It's a little unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm glad Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Major came out there and gave their flowers to Angela Bassett. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know, to people understand, I, I want people. First of all, I'm a huge fan of Jamie Lee Curtis because first of all, I'm a huge fan of the Halloween series, and so she she's been she's more of a genre actress. So a lot of genre actresses don't, you know, win win awards. Period. Right. So to, to, to see her win one, I'm not too angry about that. But however, understanding like you know, people sometimes just don't understand our experiences. And sometimes it could just it just could just be fair, but it's just that when you see it over and over and over and over and over and over again, you can't help but feel some type of way. It would be the same thing if it was in reverse. So when you see, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis win it and not Angela Bassett, and then I was just like, and you know, it sucks because it's like, when will she ever get another opportunity again? Right. I mean, to be fair, you know, you can say when if, when Jamie Lee Curtis will get the opportunity again, but yeah, because that was wasn't that her first one. Yeah, it, like I said, like yeah. I said, it, 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 it is the first one. It's, it's just hard to, you know, it's hard. It's just, it's basically saying like that. But I just wanted to get y'all feelings because I know y'all not big Oscar people. I know I watch the Oscars more than y'all do and stuff like that. But y'all have been around the boat, and, and we are known to cheer for our people. Or different people that, that that deserve the stuff, and you know sometimes it's disappointing when they don't get it. So you know, I, w- I just wanted to hear y'all thoughts and reactions about it. Uh, I personally feel like there's other roles that Angela Bassett did that was better than Wakanda Forever, where I feel like she should have got an Oscar. But I can agree. I mean, it's like this was the one that was chosen. All right, sure. The one thing I'm happy about the Oscars, uh, other than uh, everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once, was Brendan Fraser getting his flowers finally. Yes, because he definitely deserved that. But uh, I, I totally, I you kind of hit the nail right on the head with the Angela Bassett thing. It, it's hard for our people to get noticed, but I'm more than certain that Angela Bassett is going to get more. It's going to get more opportunities than Jamie Lee Curtis was going to get. And getting an Oscar. Uh, okay, okay. How about you? Um, 
I definitely think she should have. Uh, I think she should have got that. Um, because I mean, it ain't like it was like this ain't the entire film we were talking about. Granted, the film might have been better, but n- no way. Like, I don't know what scene. There ain't too many scenes that could top what she did when she fired a koya. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Ain't, uh, that's that's that was that was a hall of fame scene in and of itself so i definitely think she should have got that i'm not mad at jamie lee curtis i love jamie lee curtis and i mean i saw true lies made me a man it's like no but uh <laughs> 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 you know i mean i saw that no nah, but uh no nah, so you know i i ain't, I ain't saying like robbery or whatever uh I do feel like Angela might. She, I, I, I feel like she probably does have another shot. Um, but if in, if there was any time for her to get one, it definitely would have been for that. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, also, because uh, y'all make good points, it's just that the problem is when you say that she has another shot. I understand what she may feel or how people in her circle may feel. That there really isn't another shot because if that's the case, all the that's like Swag said that Angela Bassett has so many other roles that she could win Oscars for, but the problem is they don't even watch those movies, mm-hmm. which sucks. You like you know <clears throat> when it comes to Malcolm X, when it comes to what's love got to do with it, when it comes to how Stella got her groove back, they don't watch those movies, let alone watch those clips. And because unfortunately, a lot of times they just throw them in the category of black movies where it's just like we just we're just a movie yeah we're, we're not we're not a why is that it's not a black movie so out of the roles angela bassett has been getting recently you know it's like she i think she does a good job on 911. she actually kind of sold me on it because at first i was not sold on 911. yeah i like that show she does great on that exactly but then it's like but do the emmys even like look at that and the stuff that she does because I think she out acts everybody on that show, right? You know, and it's just like and that's unfortunate. And then when, when as she's getting older, the move the roles that she's taking is like you know, you don't always want to be a slave. You don't always want to be a civil rights activist. You just want to be an actor or an actress. Yeah. And and right. that's like the last movie I remember. Her, I mean, she's been in plenty, but I'm saying, but she, she was a gunpowder milkshake. Was she good at it? Sure. Did they watch that? No. I don't even remember that movie. It, see what I'm saying? I, I never even heard of it. Okay, so uh, Gunpowder Milkshake was like was <clears throat> excuse me was a Netflix movie. There was it was just, it was just like a like an all women's uh, action group type thing. It, it, it was the better version of the three five five, but 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 they were spot because it had um, Karen McGillan in there. It had. Oh, the Asia was it like from, a all was it like an all women's version of Red? Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Which I, I love Red. To be honest with you, I like Red. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it, uh, it it was like that. I also think that thing. Unfortunately, I think things went against her because uh, people were saying, "Well, maybe this one went against her." I, and I also think that uh, people or the Academy maybe maybe just be sour on Black Panther. And one, they don't like comic book movies. We know that. Yeah. And also, they could be sour, sour because just like I said, there, there are certain people. It's like going into that movie. It's like 
it's not going to be better than the first one. Y'all had to get mm-hmm. it out your mind. But it's kind of hard to get it out your mind because you're going to see black. You're going to see a sequel, so you, you kind of want it to be as good or better. But but we already know that we just dealing with the loss of Chadwick. So no matter what they really show, it wasn't really going to be up to par, up to snuff. Like me personally, I really enjoyed the movie. But mm-hmm. is it is it missing something? Absolutely. You yeah, know what I'm it, it, that's how I felt watching the movie. I was like, yeah. something is is definitely missing. Yeah, you know it, it's like mm-hmm. something is missing. But I can't take that away from Angela, and and, and like I said, all the stuff that that she has done is just, you know, she acted her ass off, and I actually pulled up uh, her 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 movie her movie list, and I'm sitting there thinking like, when you when you bring up have has another chance, out of all these movies from from the past ten years, they're not watching any of these movies, such as mm-hmm. Green Lantern, you see, Olympus Has Fallen. Black Nativity, Curious George Three, Chirac, London Has Fallen. Okay, I was about to say because you said like you were saying Greenland. I was like, all right, but pick movies where she was actually good and okay, okay. she was uh, not uh, good in Greenland. Okay, you know what I'm saying, but okay, so I'm just going for the last ten years. You know, uh-huh. Bumblebee, Mission Impossible, Fallout. You know, uh, uh, Otherhood. Okay, did, okay. Now, if if we go to the roles where she was really, which I would just go by my opinion. I think she was good in, such as Notorious. Yeah. I thought, you know, Meet the Browns. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. I'm going up here. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, people, people, things that people may have know. Damn, I still got her groove back. Waiting to exhale. Panther. Even though she had, like, a small role in that. Malcolm X. Like, these are the movies, Boys in the Hood. These are the movies that sh- she's been in, that I'm pulling up her filmography in. They don't watch these movies. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. very, very unfortunate. But there, there, there is a hell of a lot of roles. Like this woman got a whole page of stuff from this and television that she's in and theater that she's in that they unfortunately do not look at. Right. And then un- there are things that you know where it's just like, hey, well, Jamie Lee Curtis having the opportunity, maybe not to win an Oscar, but. There are more eyes on the things that Jamie Lee Curtis says it is for Angela Bassett, mm-hmm. and that's not Jamie Lee Curtis's fault. That's just the way. Looking, huh? With that being said, what do you have Jamie Lee Curtis like her um, roles are right now, like in front of you? Oh, I, don't, I, I, I can definitely pull it up. Okay, I just <laughs> wanted. To, I just wanted. I just, yeah. Okay, no, no, Jamie, because so yeah, that's Halloween, like right off the bat, Halloween, 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 Freaky Friday, Freaky Friday. Yeah. like that's where I was like, and like that versus the Angela Bassett movies. I feel like Angela Bassett still has the clear win. Yeah, she uh, even even when I go to look at Jamie Lee Curtis's movies and stuff like that, there's not a link right now for me to pull up the filmography because it's just right mm-hmm. there. Right, you know, and a lot of these things, like she's a giant. So when you have Freaky Friday, like you said, when you have Christmas with the Cranks, when you have Halloween, when you have, you know, uh, these kind of uh, Knives Out, when you have these kind of kind of movies, it's like uh-huh. okay, yeah, but more eyes go on those movies than anything Angela Bassett does. Right, that's the that's the. The uh, sucky part of it, because mm-hmm. uh, it's like 
Yeah, they, they don't look at genre act, actresses at, or actors, period, when they do these movies, but Jamie Lee Curtis, after she moved away from Halloween, and she started getting stuff with more, more eyes on her, and it's just like, you know, and I also wanted to win for comic book movies, because come on now. Mm-hmm. Comic book movies yeah. never get no love in the first place. And I was like, wouldn't it be, like, wouldn't it become full circle that the comic book movie, the only comic book movies that have gotten any no, no, notoriety at the Oscars that could actually win something are the black ones? Yeah. Like, what kind of moment would that remember Black Panther the first one was nominated for Best Picture yeah they six of them things yeah they got nominated for six and Ruthie Carter brought home an Oscar they brought home an Oscar for the score like Black Panther is the only Marvel uh, movie in the MCU that has been nominated and won Oscars mm-hmm. so I just thought for, for this, like I said, this, this is personal I thought open it, it just would have been like the cherry on top that they could get one of the major awards, right? From the Oscars for a comic book movie, especially some uh, uplifting black people. Because if you go back and look at any of the Oscars that we have won, we name me an Oscar where we're not playing uh, important figure or slave, or right. we have to degrade ourselves to win. Mm-hmm. All of them, and that's just Holly Berry had to fuck Billy Bob Thornton before she got an Oscar. Yeah. Octavia Spencer, Spencer had to be the help before she got an Oscar. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Jay Fox had to be Ray, got the Oscar. And now, of course, Will Smith got the Oscar, for, you know, for being a historical figure. We couldn't mm-hmm. finish Serena's daddy. Denzel had to play a dirty ass cop. It's it's just like it gets frustrating after a while. Right. You know, and it's just it's just like, yo, the positive roles of her and the way she had her ass off. And come to find out, while I'm doing some research, the Academy don't even look at the full movie. They they look at scenes. Ah, so, I so, didn't know that. Yeah, neither did I. Neither did I. So That's wild. Yeah, so so now, when y'all brought up, because I, I didn't see everything, everything, uh, everything, everywhere, all it was. I just heard how great it was. But even yeah. still, when it's, it comes to like, the scenes. I'm just sitting there thinking. So, what, what Q Flow was saying? What the hell is topping? Because Angela was like, she was like, I'm giving it all with all the emotion because we got a job to do. Because it seemed like every everybody who who did Black Panther Wakanda forever was just like, Yo, Ryan Coogler, we not gonna let you down, and we not gonna yeah. let Chadwick down mm-hmm. at all. And so it, it, it's frustrating when you see how powerful and how moving that was. And you sitting there thinking like, what well, everybody else in this category. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, and I'm like Angela. I'm I'm sorry too. And mm-hmm. then on top of that, it's just like it sucks. It just it just truly sucks. So I'm glad Michael B. Jordan, and Jonathan Majors came out. And was just like, hey, Auntie, we love you. Because there may never be it. I don't know for her age. Same thing with Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson said in his seventies. He's in the seventies, and Lord knows he has played over so many movies that he has yet to be even nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, he trying. I know he trying. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't even been nominated for an Oscar. He is the, trying. And, and here's the thing: if you go, everything is in Samuel Jackson's roles, not just motherfucker. There have been some great roles that Samuel Jackson has played, where it's just like he they have turned a blind eye to that man. I think the one it was that one where he was like the a cop that was a neighbor or something. Lakeview Terrence. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. 
That was uh, a really good one. Jungle Fever when he was the crackhead. Django Unchained when he was the when he was the house nigga. All Come. those things. <laughs> See, I wasn't gonna bring up the like the 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 stereotypical black roles. But 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 I, I'm saying even for yeah. the roles that we usually get nominated for, he not even he don't even get looked at. Yeah. And I'm just like Samuel Jackson is an excellent actor, y'all. He he like he he really is, but they don't even look his way. So it's like you know when would so now that they have to give out honorary Oscars, like Angela Bassett, unfortunately is probably going to get an honorary Oscar because she never had one, and that sucks. That's yeah, that's weak. That sucks. I was for all it's like for all the work I've done in my life and my career. And it's just like, oh, uh, well, you know what? We was, first, it was unfair back in the day for the blacks. And then it's like, oh, we're trying. And, and y'all, y'all making progress. But you know what? You should have one, but you don't. Here go an honorary one. Really? For somebody like Angela Bassett? That, you know, that kind of rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's what I said. Not, not, not taking nothing away from Jamie Lee Curtis or even the other woman that everybody was saying who should have won in the first place, you know? And it, it's just kind of hard. It's just kind of like, I'd be, be feeling like you, Flo. Where does the goalpost at? Why does it always seem to move? Mm-hmm. Like, you got to have, like, a criteria, and why does it always seem to move? And then, if if it's like this, why don't you help explain it to us? And people have to understand that everybody's experiences is different. Mm-hmm. If you, of course... It's it's tough. It's easy to tell somebody to not overreact and not to be upset or anything like that. But when you've been going your whole life seeing something one way, how do you know what the other way looks like? Just saying. But that does move me on to um, <clears throat> the other day. Swag went and saw Creed three. Michael B. Jordan, Jonathan Majors, Q Flow. Did you see Creed three yet? Nope. Yeah. I'm not a creep. I, I don't plan on seeing it. I'm gonna keep it a thousand. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, nothing I, personal. Like nothing personal. I I I just don't want to see it. Oh okay. Okay. <laughs> I got a jam for the stomach right there. You made it sound like you were a disgrace to Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm about to say, <laughs> man. I, I, first of all, if if it was anybody. That I thought would be repping Creed would be Q Flow to be honest with you. <laughs> as Philly as that first one was, yeah, that first one was a little too Philly. I'm about to say as Philly. I'm about to say yo, how they? I, they I don't need an orchestra playing Meek Mill. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> that Joe was Philly. I was like yo, if anybody was gonna be repping Creed, I swore it would have been Q Flow. And then and then you got Sly in this one. I was just like yo. You gonna be in that joint day one? I am just a little shocked. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I put my hands up. So uh, swear. So I'm, I'm about to say he don't obviously don't care about spoilers. So, uh, swear. Could you get, just, just you know give us your thoughts? Anything before, I, before yeah. I talk about what the what the what the future is co- talking about? Yeah, I'll keep it. Uh, I don't want to make it too long, but um, yes, I saw Creed three. Uh, now my experience, of course, I was stuck next to a row of teenagers. I was just like, bro, oh, go to school. Go to school. Why are y'all go to, here? Go to school. <laughs> and they were just talking, moving up and down. I'm like, bro, I just want to enjoy this. And that just made me, I was like, this is why I don't leave the house. This is why I'm like, 
because of them. But um, movie was really good. I was actually surprised um, of how well it was directed. Like, I, I really well, enjoyed it. first time directed, too. Yeah. I really enjoyed one. Two, I thought I was like, oh, yeah, this was pretty good. But this one, I was like, okay, this was like same level as one, if not better to me. Exactly. Uh, Michael B. Jordan directed the hell out of this. Directed the hell out of this. It was like certain shots where I was like, yeah, that was, that camera was placed nicely right there. Uh-huh. Um, you could definitely tell the anime influence. I was about to say, that, I know about the anime like, references. That's, yeah, I told you they did the Dragon Ball Z point. Yep. The, the fight with the air, I was like, yeah, this is how you take a boxing movie and try to excel it forward. Because, yeah, like looking at the fights is cool, but you get that scenery, you got, I was like, yeah, this, that, that was just a cherry on top. Yo, there, there was people in the theater when me and, me and Lady Sketch went who was, Share this on like like it was a real fight. Like they was watching HBO. Honestly, it kind of felt like it. I, I know. I was like, uh, that that move that like for Jonathan Majors. This well, what this can Negro we not say about that brother? This Negro can add. This is the best Kang variation. <laughs> the best Kang variation we got. This man was on another level when he punched um. When he punched Creed at the uh, beach, he's like no 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 no, pick yourself up. I was like oh. <laughs> Like, and, all right, man. And let me tell you, dog. Look, I already knew women was gonna go crazy over Michael B. Jordan with his shirt off, but Jonathan Majors is cut on a different level. But like see, my, it's, it's like my, Michael B. Jordan's cut. My man, bro. My man lost a sword fight because he had too many cuts on him. <laughs> that this man was jacked. I was like, this is no, this is a creative character. Yeah. This is a creative character. He is not real. Yo, but yeah, don't um, don't on social media was just like that. He got that old school civil rights cut, you know. He got yes, that. yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, yo, hey, and they've dying just sitting there, just like yo, boy, man. The clan don't want none of this. Yeah, yeah, yo, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a healthy slave. Yeah, bro. I'm about to say, well, well fed. <laughs> We, we are so wrong, man. <laughs> There's something wrong with you, too. <laughs> no, it, it made it even worse because uh, when we left Ant Man, he was like, It's something about Jonathan Majors that just doesn't know how to run, not like. What, what you, oh, yeah, you yeah. say he run like a slave or something. Yeah, like boy, that. he just run like Bro, he, like he haul ass. It doesn't matter what the distance is, the, the goalpost could be two feet away. He's hauling ass. If you take, if you take, if you take. All his running scenes from Lovecraft Country to the Five Bloods to Ant Man to the, I'm just saying like yo, you can place him in each, you can mix him up, put him in each movie, they still fit the same. Cause he just be, he be running like he is either he is like running from evil and he got the kid away. Cause he be hard. He it's like you know how people be be running but they try to be cute with it. Mm-hmm. He runs and it's just like, bro, I don't care. I'm whatever, he whatever I'm getting got to. to go. like, I'm yep. somewhere to go. And he put it all in there. Yep. He put it all there. But yo, man, he he is a yo. But Swag is right. He is on on a different level. Yeah. He his acting is amazing. That movie was great. I, I do want to see it again because I had a and I, I had a thing. I was like, bro, just something. It's like, nah, 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 nah. Something's up. Like. Who wrote this movie? And then I looked at the credits, Ryan Coogler. I was like, all right. 
Alright. Yeah, I was like, I was like, alright, this was a little too good. <laughs> not to not not to discredit Michael B. Jordan, but I was like, hold on, this is a little, you know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, you got your best friend on this. Alright, just make it short. Just well, it it's short. that it cute the, the, the whole thing is I know you probably you're not in the seat, but what Jonathan Majors brings to this villain in the Creed series of proposed any other Rocky villain is it's like number one, I get why you piss. Yeah. But he, I feel scared. He got that like throughout the movie. It's like you see it building up. Mm-hmm. You keep seeing him like with like this anger is building up. Being like, yo, don't have this man snap. Yeah. It's like each scene he brings, he brings something new to it, and he also brings like he like he, this man is so super smart. He brings like like a little bit of illiterate to the character because he's been in jail for eighteen years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and also about that too, but it's also like, yo, he ain't afraid of nothing. Not at like he ain't afraid of nothing. That this man would go eleven rounds with death in the ring and don't care. He he really played a character that got nothing to lose, like nothing. And, I, and, and it's it's to the point where it's just like, yo, you, y'all see a building? Don't let this man snap. And when he finally do, it's just like, yeah. yeah. And then and then when you find out why, you're like, yo, I how can I not be mad too? Yeah. <laughs> like how can I not be mad too? And I'm just saying well, what, what was he what was he what was he mad about? So, uh Like I know I know I know Creed took a charge for him. I mean he took a charge for Creed. No. It was no? here's the thing. So well, Oh, my apologies, man. I kind of hijacked that. You, you want no, no, something? you got it. You got okay. it. You, you are, are a better storyteller than I am. <laughs> so, so, when they was younger, right? Because remember in the first Creed, okay, they was at that youth center, juvenile youth center. So, yeah. when when they, when uh, Felicia Rashad, Apollo Creed's wife, picked him up in the first movie, he lived with her, but he would sneak out with with Damon because he was a, a uh, like an underground boxer. Mm-hmm. He would go, and then he was that good. They would gamble money. Uh, and everybody be like, oh, he's an underground boxer kid. He ain't going to win nothing. He'll, he'll first round knockout, they'll win all this money. And then, you know, they, they're just having kids, you know, just stack up without doing drugs. Cool. Because you wouldn't want the kids doing drugs in the first place. Right. So when they went to convenience, they went to convenience, so they, they, they had the new money. He was like, yo, I, he said, uh, Michael B. George's character, Adonis was like, yo, I'm going to go to there in the store. I'll buy you what you want. Chili cheese fries. You want some, you know, corn chips, something like that. Something to drink. Because, you know, say, champ, you want, I got you. He go in there. But before he go in there, he sees, he sees this guy named Leon. Leon used to work at the, at the, at the group home they was at, and he would beat on them. Now, you know, Adonis got a temper. He was like, hey, yo, Leon, is that you? And he just start whooping Leon ass. On sight. On it wasn't even like, 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 you don't he, remember he, me? Bop, bop, bop. I was like, oh, God. Exactly. He just started going. Yeah. yeah. He started going. So then Leon's boys see this, and then they, they get up on the Adonis, and they start jumping him. And they about to, like, kill Adonis, because they about to stomp, this, stomp him out. So Damon has to get out the car, and he pulls a gun on them to, you know, have all of them stop being up Adonis. Then the cops pull up. And when the cops pull up, Adonis was like, screw this, and books it. And he runs. Oh. And he don't talk to him for 18 years. So he just ran on my dude? He ran on him. 
Oh yeah, he deserved whatever he <laughs> yeah. whatever he got. Now to to uh, Creed's like to to his defense. Yeah. Oh my god, he was Please, getting, no no he was getting letters sent to him, but his mom wasn't giving uh, him the letters, so he didn't know that uh, Damien was trying to reach out to him at all. Yeah. Oh, all right. Like, that's still, fair. That's you could right. You're right. And I was like, yo, why his mom do that? <laughs> like, like I would have just been like, I would have came up to her. Hey, yo, my mom didn't give me the letters you sent. I feel like that would have been, been like, oh, my bad. Let's squash the whole situation. That's yeah, it. It, it could have been that, but also, you, it, I don't it, think you know how prisoners work, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it ain't squash it that easy. Yeah, but, but 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 even still, it's also saying that. It, so I got a good point, but also the point is that he was living the life that Dame had, because Dame was the better boxer. Mm-hmm. Right. And now Creed went, he found Rocky, he became the superstar, that, you know, he, he got out his dad's shadow. Now this man is, like, he's retired and living, I mean, this man living big time. Like, he, he got a nice house, He he's married, he got his daughter there, you know, so, so you know, he 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 make money. He, he he took over his this his dad's gym, and he's training new fighters. He, he got the champ, the heavyweight champion, in his boxing school right now. That's automatically taking out all his sparring partners. Mm-hmm. The man got it made. He was just like, "Yo, I came and I want a shot at the title." And he's like, "Well, you know, we I can't just give you a shot at the title. You got to go here, spar, work your way." But he he wasn't asking for no handouts. David wasn't asking for anything. He just said, "Yo, I just want." a shot because I didn't have a chance to take my shot. It wasn't like they went and then all of a sudden uh, he pulled out a gun tried to rob the guy. Adonis started a fight because he had a temper problem. Mm-hmm. Then he bit off a little more he could chew and was about to get and what he's going to do let's sit and let his friend get killed? You know what I'm saying? So he pulled the gun out to try to get the guys off it just, just so happened the cops pulled the up. The cops just, just so happened to pull up. Yeah. And all of a sudden and then he, just, he, he just ran off. And it was like, yeah, so I, I get why you're white pissed. It's just that you fit the way they acted it out. You feel like this was from, from the first movie. You're like, damn, let me go back and watch the first Creed. Like, did I miss a scene? Because it feels like it, this don't feel like they, they just made this up in the third. Well, like, this felt like this has been like a ongoing thing. Right. That, that, that's just how well it was written and how well it was acted. Hmm. So, yeah, it was picking out. The only thing is, do I miss Sly? Yeah, but does it affect the movie? No. Right, yeah. Like, so it's, it's cool to have Sly. You know what I'm saying? But does it affect the movie? It don't affect the movie. Yeah. I also like how... Now, I don't know about this Creed universe, where that's going, but this definitely felt like the last Creed. Uh-huh. Well, guess what? It isn't. It ain't. My man, like he retired. Like what? <laughs> okay, so, so yeah. Okay, so that's a perfect swag way, man. Because they, the, the plan is they are trying to do a Creed universe, and which is going to spawn from film and television and animation. Everything don't need a universe, y'all. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I do agree. So I agree too. This is not going to be the last Creed. But this thing has made so much money that they are even thinking about doing side stories for a television show, and even doing animation to uh, uh, to also tie in with the live action. God, 
Yeah. <laughs> they All are right. doing that, and there's also there's also thoughts about uh, uh, Sly coming back, also his daughter growing up and stuff like that. So there's there's multiple ways that they they want to take it. But me personally, I'm just like, if they want to do a Creed four and do his daughter, I'm cool with that. You can end it after that. Yeah, because I was gonna say I like the reason why I like this. This felt like a a book closing. I, I see, like this I, movie because it felt like a book closing. And it's like, you know what? I'm cool with, like... Like, because we're, we're so tainted with the uh, MCU and the DCU. Where there's, like, multiple movies coming out. It's good to get that one sequel, at, like, three years later. Yeah. That holds up. Now it's like, alright, y'all kind of... Y'all... I don't need to be spoiled. I, I want to work for what I got. I do agree. I I am not. I I'm against Drago. I don't think that character can hold up a movie or a TV show. In my personal opinion, for my mm-hmm. interest, I uh, don't mind him. I don't think I feel like an animated or well, not an animated, but like a, a excuse me, like a short little thing, like a thirty minute episode. Yeah, that's it. But not nothing to carry a whole thing, unless he's going to deal with the situation with his mom and all that. Because that wasn't truly resolved in the yeah, second but movie, like, but, but it didn't really need to. That wasn't that. Was, this is Creed, not Draco. Honestly, I think it should. You know, I like if y'all want to do a Creed four because you know there's so, there's so many Rockies. If y'all want to do that and b- b- bring it back, because first of all, I think it does. Even though he wasn't in this movie, it does got a close with Sly. This is all his French, it, like his story. Right. I heard uh, he upset about it. Well, he's upset at I- Iron Winkler, who's the one who. Bought the Rocky franchise from him, and it and they have beef. Mm. He doesn't have beef with Michael B. Jordan. He has beef with oh yeah, I, yeah. yeah. So he don't you know their beef was too big that he didn't come back for Creed three. Though does not mean that if they don't work something out or him and My- Michael B. Jordan don't you know can work something out with where it, it, it can you know be in there. Because first of all, after they bought the, the idea to Drago, he was like, oh no, damn this. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, I understand that, but I, 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 me personally, I just think it's just a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah, just to say at least. It's just, it's like guys, you, you got. Sometimes we just gotta let things die. Yeah, and I'm just saying because even if you come, if you come back and be like, okay, this is gonna be slides last ride, and it's like, okay, cool, and then, you know, and Creed goes off to retire. His daughter, his daughter does that. You know, it's it's. It, it can it can work that way maybe maybe, yeah. but I, not, not the past day. I just feel like we already missed not one but two opportunities with Sly's goodbye. One, oh, look. If, if if he passed away in one, that that would have been like oh yeah he getting an Oscar. Yeah, but if he passed away in one, I, we would never got this 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 awesome third one. So I'm like I kind of I'm kind of glad we that that's true that's true. So in but, hindsight, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I get and that. I think too him reuniting with his son was just like okay, that that's a good arc closing for him. It's uh-huh. like what more can you do with him? Yeah, it's you know it's it their idea. So I did I did not think it's up for the fourth one, but yeah. I don't know anything past that. Yeah, uh, that's actually funny. This whole topic because I was watching a YouTube video about letting things die. Yeah, and they was talking about Dragon Ball. They was like, yo, just just end it, y'all. <laughs> and I was like, yes. It was like, bro, like after the Frieza saga, Goku died, and we was good. 
We was good. I mean, uh, um, the Saiyan Saga, Goku died. We was good. He didn't need too much. And then y'all just kept on pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And it's like, all right, we, we, we're tired of it. Absolutely. I, I, I understand that. Uh, the Little Mermaid trailer, they released the final recent four trailer. Uh, they showed clips at the Oscars, but they finally released the, the whole full trailer with Halle Bailey in there. Mm-hmm. And we finally got to get the look at what the movie's going to be looking like. I have to know. Did anybody see the trailer? Yeah. Okay. So, I saw pictures from the trailer. Oh, boy, you're great. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Swag, can I get your opinion about how you feel about the trailer? I could care less. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, this movie does not look interesting it looks uninspired i'm gonna be real i thought there would be more black in this movie but uh, <laughs> it's uh, not you, you just want to be all black. like under the sea for real i want to be all black hell yeah but um but i was like i i have no interest in see i honestly i felt like this way for a lot of disney remakes other than aladdin aladdin was the only one i was like oh i really want to see this i, I was a big i was in, in, into the jungle book also yeah, the Jungle Book was good. Jungle Book was yeah. good. But after the Jungle Book, like, what really hit? A Lion King was, uh, sure didn't. <laughs> Aladdin was... <laughs> I thought Aladdin was great, but I understand a lot of people did. But I was like, look, y'all, y'all just... Yeah, butcher, y'all, y'all don't like life, all right? Just... <laughs> yeah, oh, they definitely butchered a lot. But you know what? I actually agree with you, Swag. I actually thought the, tra- the trailer was underwhelming. And the problem is, I was just like... <sighs> Don't give them this kind of ammunition. But I got to tell the truth when I got to tell the truth. It's yeah. just that it, uh, Haley looks fine. She looks great. Yeah. And she can sing her ass off. And I, like I said, I see her acting growing. So I know she can act. Mm-hmm. But everything else around her it, yeah. just seems, uh, and I'm like, Melissa McCarthy as Ursula, good choice, sure. But, the Prince dude, I was sitting there like, bruh. Yeah. I'm like, I'm about to say, bruh, I, I can sit there and Now, put, listen, them go, two sitting next to each other look very, look at this Negro I brought home-ish. Yeah. <laughs> guess who's coming to dinner? Yeah, guess who's coming to dinner? No, 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 no. Guess who's coming to work? Yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, look, I, 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 I could have put a roll of masking tape next to her and she, it would have been a better... Substitute the hill. I was sitting just like, uh, I think the life is just gone. I'm just like, he, he had nothing to do. He was just there. And I was sitting there like, this is just lifeless. And then one of the things I have complained about this before, I know people don't agree with me about this, but when it comes to these Disney remakes and these animals, having the, the real life animal or creature there, mm-hmm. it turns me off. For, like, yeah, it's just like when you're used to seeing like the the cartoon eyes, and you can see that the, them actually talking. I like I think that's pretty good. But when it comes to live action, you got like Lion King, and I'm just sitting there like these are just lion ass faces. The lions always got the, the face. They always got the like right. like like don't like, please leave me alone face. And no matter yeah. if they're happy or sad, I'm like yo, it, it it takes away from the movie. My cats show more emotion than they did in Lion King. <laughs> exactly. That's what it was like. That's why I wasn't feeling it. I'm just like, even for a live action movie, I still believe that you can 
there's exception to the rule because it's like you know it's kind of like now you ain't got to go to Pinocchio route and make him completely like look let's just take the 1940 Pinocchio and put him in there because that look weird I'm like but you got to have a balance you know what I'm saying right and when, mm-hmm. it com- when, it, when it comes to this I'm just like there really is no balance and and the problem is with with all these other problems people are only going to focus on the one problem and that to me bothers me mm-hmm. because obviously everybody's like see we, we already told you the movie the movie didn't even come out yet I'm like the trailer didn't do good but I was just like but you know see what happened when you changed Black Mirror I'm like if you even had a white girl in there it still would have been the same that, that there was, there's just no interest in the trailer there's just at no all. interest at, at, at all and like I said the, the guy that's playing Prince Eric I'm just like could care less Neptune I was just like shit you could have got somebody from Aquaman to play him or something like that because I was like I could I just could I could care less about any of these characters Sebastian uh, Flounder and all them I was just like yo Sebastian just looks like a crab it's just a crab I'm just like but come on man well, like, I mean <laughs> he is one but it's just like He's a wait it's like wait that's that's Sebastian <laughs> that's how I felt looking at it same thing with Flounder I'm like wait that's Flounder I thought it was a regular fish yeah, it it just it just didn't it just it just didn't catch and I and I was just like man that really sucks I want this trailer to like be good for for uh, Haley's sake not yeah. you know because I think it's gonna be a lot of unfair criticism I just want this movie to succeed because I want them I want them racist yeah. mad oh well shit. <laughs> I mean we already got that but I, I, I have you seen the Peter Pan trailer which I thought the Peter Pan trailer Peter and Wendy was better. Trailer. I didn't see that. I didn't even know it came out. Oh, yeah. I, I, re- I, did, did I didn't reaction. know the trailer came out either. Y'all can check out my reaction on the channel. I did it about like two two, two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, they I'll check had, it out. Yeah. They, 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 it's called Peter Pan and Wendy. And okay. that trailer looked better than the Mermaid trailer. And they got, uh, what's my girl from uh, Grownish in Blackish? Yeah. I did hear she was on it. Yeah. She yeah. plays Tinkerbell. She's Tinkerbell. And she's pretty. And they went back and she, you know, oh, Black Tinker, but I was like, oh my God. Like, please. They Disney can't help themselves. Forgive this opportunity. Sure. No problem. Yeah, and I was just like, yo, I, yo, I definitely. They're going to be mad when they don't make Tiana White, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess. Oh. Yohara Shahidi. Damn. I, that, that was bothering me. I was like, I'm not going to disrespect my, disrespect my girl like that. Yeah, but uh, that I mean, it, it looks it looks fine. Then everybody got mad because some of the Lost Boys are, are are girls and stuff like that. I was like, all right, y'all. And, and then like, you know, it's Prime, not that big of a deal. <laughs> it really is. You know, Prime actually, you know, for his ignorant ass, brought up a good point. I was like, you know, what, Prime, I actually agree with you. He was like this, hey, 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 everybody, it ain't for you. It ain't. Mm-hmm. They ain't making this for thirty-five to forty-year-old men. See for you. It's for the kids. It's for these kids. When when we got mad at uh, Teen Titans Go and they were talking about Thundercats Go. Yeah. It ain't for you. It's for the kids. <coughs> now that now the energy gonna, different. I ain't gonna lie. Teen Titans Go is kind of fire. That, no, that shows. That no, shows funny. Yo, <laughs> that yo, shows yo. hilarious. I I agree with you up to a point because. At first, I was just like, what is this? Because I like the original Teen Titans, but then 
I got I, I got used to it, and that that episode with De La Soul, I was just like, yo, Robin a low key hip hop head though. That joke was hilarious. They got some banger episodes in that show. I was like, okay, this they is kind of <laughs> this is kind of <laughs> because because my daughter be into the sort of episode that like like I said, the one I just seen the other day that they was watching with De La Soul was on there, and Robin is a low key hip hop head. That joke had me dying. Okay, <laughs> so I was just like, yo. Teen Titans, like, you know, it, it, I, I can't hate. Like, you know, so that, that stuff do be funny sometimes, especially Beast Boy, Cyborg. Yeah. They be on that joint. I'm just like, it, it's, it, it's not meant to be taken. Like, if you want the series version, go watch Young Justice. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you, you gotta make, people keep forgetting they make stuff a little bit of something for everybody, and everybody just wants it to be able to support what they want. And I'm like, if you had 40. Or fifty or sixty years of the same character. You know how many Peter Pan and Wendy shows, TV and movies they had made since then. Mm-hmm. You had the same way all them years, and they changed it this year for for my child's generation to watch and to you know to be able to, you know, to look at her and be like, hey, I wanna you know wanna be that Tinker Bell. Why are you mad? If you're mad, just go watch the one you wanna watch. It ain't that. It ain't that serious. Especially when, especially when you're changing the race of something that don't even exist. That'd be funny. Yo, I remember. Uh, I got into a debate with Uh-oh. somebody about the uh, the race swapping uh-huh. and all that. And he was he called himself trying to be you know smart ass. Oh, oh, but you're you're not racist, are you? Like typing this out, I'm like, why are you typing like this, you weirdo? And he's just like, oh, 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 you're not racist, are you? And I was like, I was like, dude, just just come up with a better race swap than, you know, the Wakanda or whatever. And he's like, Wakanda's not real. I'm like, neither is mermaids, but here we are debating it. Like, like <laughs> yeah, neither is Hogwarts. But y'all be dying on the hill for that. You ain't have to bring it up. We was talking about we was talking about Little Mermaid and Black Panther. You ain't have to bring it up. See, see. Let me finish my let me finish my story. You had not you had you had no reason to bring that up. Let me finish my story. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Yeah, no, no, but I, I feel it just, it just that's why I'm like, look, I ain't got the patience for the fucking internet. I don't. So you know, I I I, I really don't. But you know, so, so you know, uh, I applaud you for all that for all that stuff. So, last thing we're going to get into um, is the new Hulu series that that literally just came out last week called Unprison, starring Delroy Lindo and Kerry Washington. So, Sway, I, it's, it's eight episodes of Hulu. I hope you don't mind some spoilers. No, no. Okay, because I want to get into, you know, uh, my thoughts about it. I know Q Flow's... Uh, Wife saw it. And he saw a couple episodes. My wife saw a couple episodes. I, I had it on like, like, like while she was there. I think you know she a fan of Delroy Lindo, so she's gonna like you know look over and watch. Right. And, and I was just like, I watched the show. I was like, yo, oh god, this show is good, man. And Delroy Lindo's just like he's a gem. Who is another one that we were talking about that d- deserves more recognition than, than he that he gets. Delroy Lindo should be in Oscar uh, talks also, and. Because his acting is just amazing, mm-hmm. but the uh, Carrie Washington is an act as a therapist actually, and she has her son who's biracial. 
she's in a relationship with this uh with this white guy who is married you know all, all the tropes here and her father and first of all this is also based off a true story i was about to say she playing the same role as she did in uh what's it called a scandal this <laughs> so her father gets out of jail and she has a big problem with her father but it's also it's a it's a dramedy there's drama and it's comedy that's what it's made to be and when, when mm-hmm. her father when the father finally gets out of jail she is reluctant to try to help him get back on track because she feels as though that he's just going to fail her and go right back into jail so she just really doesn't care what happens to him so she thinks mm-hmm. and as we're going through the whole the whole series it, it, it what the series is trying to teach you is to, to, to teach everybody about their uh, their insecurities their prejudices and stuff like that and I think it's really uh, really well done of how it is because he comes back and he's being like he's like look yeah I'm a dad I, I messed up but he's trying his best to get back in the good graces of his daughter and she is really not giving him like the, the proper time of the day but her son is mm-hmm. because he, he started to build a relationship with his with his grandfather and he's teaching him all these things that Kay Washington uh, keeps him away from whereas it's like you know especially when it comes to like because he's, he's a mixed kid you can tell he's a hugely mixed kid he, he like Corbin Blue type thing Dang. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. mixed. Yeah, but more on the more on the light skin logic. Type. He's like he got the y'all about to say he got the logic skin with the Corbin blue hair, yeah. Dang. But he his face looks more white than black too. Exactly. Like you can see you can still see he mixed. Oh, so he he like compiled. Like he's like <laughs> No, 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 no. Shut up. Not like that. Not like that. That dude that dude was a black man with white face. <laughs> that dude was a black man and white face. No, this kid was like 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 Mr. AD said he was Corbin Blue archetype, but the skin was logic. Yeah. So it's just like from Jump Street, you I, I kinda gotta ask you like, are you mixed with something? You know what I'm saying? In, in, right. in, in, a, in, a, in a way, but he's taking the liking to his grandfather and then he gets to with, with him hanging out with him he is getting to see the true man that he really is and what he's trying to teach him because he knows his mother at times is full of shit mm-hmm. and she is she's so caught up in her own life and she's she's so blinded by everything that's going on because the man that she's with obviously don't want to be with her because he's not going to get divorced from his wife and you know that but you know but, but you keep hanging on to that as her father's trying to, you know, tell her that you know you need to let go, you know, and uh, and, and move away from this guy because this guy doesn't obviously doesn't care about you. Uh, and then the thing about Delroy Lindo is when he gets back, it's the same thing with the prisoners. He has to try to get an ID to get social security card to get a job to you know to maintain. But it's like everything is thrown against this man. Right. Everything is stacked up against him. It's like, can he just get a win? That's how I was watching it. Because it was just like, <clears throat> she was not going to let him live at her house. But when she seen where, where, where he was living, or when he was going going to his ex and stuff like that, she was like, fine, you can kind of 
stay here with him, but you got to get a job. But in order for him to get a job, he needs to get an ID. But in order to get an ID, you got to have a social security card. In order to get social security, like, no matter what you got, you got to do. Because he, he, he's, he's a cook. He has talents. He goes to, uh, was it, Olive Garden, and, and he, he does a cooking demonstration for the manager. He makes good food. The manager was like, this is great. Hires him on the spot, then finds out he's an ex-con, then fires him. The next time. It'd be the ex-cons that know how to cook, though. I'm just, it's just like, don't even give a brother a chance, and then he gets this uh, other opportunity to work at this like goodwill place that, that hires people who've had criminal backgrounds before, right? Mm-hmm. And then he, he goes there, he treats all the customers and like... Like, like beautiful like he be flirting with the ladies and stuff like that and then he be helping them out and they just love coming there and then when, like, when one of his employees get hurt he tells him hey man your cut is really really huge right now ain't no way a bandage gonna cover this you gotta go get some stitches I'll cover for you then when, then when, when he, he wanna go get stitches for his hand the boss comes out he don't care he got his hand cut he don't care the white guy fires him damn and then he goes. Sound like and, Rocco. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and then he was just like, you know, fuck you, Greg, because that's the that's the boss name. And he quits the job, and now he got to find another job. Because Greg watch like, well, and she always blaming him as if like, well, you can't never keep a job, but she never knows the story behind it. Right. Right. Yeah. And you see, what I'm saying, like, she can be very annoying, but she's playing the part well. There. Then he goes and he finds his abandoned ice cream truck. He saws that thing down he paints it he goes into the park with his grandson uh who's teaching him how to use the social media how to use all the update technology and next thing you know he get all the people from the park selling the ice cream he make bank he got himself a date with this you know with this hispanic girl because he just saved her dog who got locked in the car he doing all this great stuff she don't care that he a convict she go she go give him something that night and then he come back and you know what happens somebody steals his truck Bro, he nah, can't catch man. a break. <laughs> my man living the story of Job. Yeah, no, bro. <laughs> it, it was, he he was not like, winning. <laughs> he was like, "Well, now we got to go down south." He go, they got to go down south because he had to go back to you know his old country home to see if he can find uh, his social security card to get an ID. And he goes down there and he teaches uh, his grandson about you know. That it's okay to learn about your blackness. Mm-hmm. You don't have to hide from it. Because his his grandson was like, I don't know how to, you know, it's hard for to, to tell people that I'm black or you know, say that you know that I'm mixed and stuff like that. He goes out south and he teaches them about, you know, sofa and all of a sudden that Carrie Watch tries to keep him away because she said, you know, black doesn't define us type thing. But he's like, but it ain't about defining us. It's about learning who you are. Mm-hmm. Because even. There's when he was throwing away trash. There was this racist guy that came up to him, and he was just like, oh, "I see all these moon crickets out here." He was like, "What?" That's a wild lie. And, <laughs> and then he went back and asked his grandfather, and he was just like, "Oh, that's what the old G slurs." You know what I'm saying? Of um, <laughs> uh, 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 what that was, and he was just like, "Wait a minute, this white guy." Oh, he didn't think I was black because of how I look. Mm-hmm. You know, it t- I mean, he was teaching him how. It is about that, but then he he finally finds the social security guard a uh, uh, card. He goes to the office. He has his his documents like he don't have an ID, but it's signed from the city about him being a citizen and, and uh, or whatever needs to be out from out of jail. But the guy 
that's it. That's not an acceptable form of ID. Well, he like, well, I have to get this because the reason why I came all the way down from Alabama was to get my social security card so I can come and get the ID. But now you say I can't get the ID because I need an ID. And I, this, he can't win. He cannot win. He cannot win. And it's like, I'm trying everything. And meanwhile, as... You know what's crazy? What's up? So I told you, like, I jumped in on, like, episode seven, episode eight. Yeah. So all I seen was just, like, after him and uh, grandson was hanging at the Dungeons and Dragons store. Yeah. And then they get pulled over. He go to jail. I'm just like, damn. So now that, like, this is now that I know, like, bro couldn't catch a break the entire series. It's like, yo, Kerry Washington... You bitch. It be worn sometimes, man. Because what, what, what Kiflo is saying is like, look, he felt bad and he was just like, hey, uh, he talked mm. to his grandson. He said, I want, he said, I want to take, do something for your birthday. He's like, uh, he said, my, my birthday is, 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 uh, is nowhere near. He said, it's March 12th. I remember. He was like, you remember my birthday? Because my own dad don't remember what my birthday is. And he said, what you want to do? Like, what can I get you for your birthday? He said, well, there's this 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 magic card I always want. He said, all right, I'm going to take you go get that card. So he takes him to the, the magic card to get, to get the, the, whatever card it was. And, you know, us put, being nervous and playing the games, there will be some rare cards out there. And he mm-hmm. goes and gets him this card, but, but he sees that his, his grandson's kind of like socially awkward, right? But he's like, hey, look, I'll get you that. I'll, I will get you any card you want in here. But, but you, you got to show me. But you got to show me how that card works. And he's like, show you say, yeah, so you got to go out there and play the game. Like, like you see this guy over here who iron you and, you know, talk about that. You go up there, you show my big girl, you play him, you play this card. So the grandson goes and plays the card. It's funny. They're literally, like, talking talk all trash in the back. He don't understand how this game is going at all. He don't understand how the game is going at all. He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. play he that one. Take that, man. Like, you're probably grandpa, but he's like, no, grandpa, I lost. He's like, I lost. Uh, like, yeah, he played, he played his uh, final card. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, what you doing with that? He's like. Grandpa lost. <laughs> so it's funny. But so he's down because he has his grandson drives everywhere for him because he doesn't have an ID. Mm-hmm. So he, but since he's feeling down, he's just like, Grandpa, do you mind driving? He like, no problem. I'll get you back home. And then as they're driving, he gets pulled over by the cops. And he, he's teaching his grandson, look, put your hands on the dash. Everything will be cool. And then when, and then when they get there, what happens? They arrest him because he don't have an ID. And in the system, that's it. Yo, that was the other thing too, because I didn't know he didn't have his ID. So I'm like, yo, why did they? I'm like, why did they arrest him off rip like for a traffic stop? What happened? Yeah, he had his ID. I, did, I didn't and, know about the ID part. Yeah, and he, he he's on the parole, somebody, um, so he can't be doing certain things. And when the grandson gets back home, he tells Kerry Washington, she just like, oh, he got arrested again. He said, look, fine, I'm done. And she like, he like, you don't even want to go see him. And then even her best friend's just like, wait a minute, they arrested your dad, and you ain't call and see why at all? She said, yes, is something wrong with that? She said, yes! <laughs> <laughs> like, she, and she's smart because, and then she, she, she got so many problems because she's a, she, uh, is adopted. Well, I mean, well, Dominic is her actual dad, and then her actual mother isn't living anymore. So, uh, Leno has this has this white girlfriend who is like, how do I? Explain I love her. You know, what I was yeah. watching. She she's funny, <laughs> and, yeah. and she, she's hilarious. But she she's not your typical white woman, okay? 
Like mm-hmm. she's the she's the one who like when she, when she goes over like when she was over there they had like a family dinner and she was putting salt on the food. She, and she like, what she doing? She says, uh, "I'm putting salt on this white people food." That's how she is. <laughs> so, but Carrie Washington was raised with this Asian sister that was also adopted by this this middle America white family. Mm-hmm. And she looks up to them and they're just the best and they're such a mother to me and stuff like that. But that's where all her teachers are coming from. Right. You know, uh, unfortunately, that's why that's why she's so dead to the world of, of how things, you know, uh, things are going. Yeah, because like, even the way she broke up with the dude, it was like... Yeah, there... You know, I get it. Like, he's a married man, so... You know, but still, it's just like this is kind of low. Like, yeah, and, and what happened was, Delroy Linda when he gets out of jail, he has like this, this like counselor, or some or somebody that comes by and checks on him every day at the house, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Good looking black guy. And then when Carrie Washington uh, kind of, uh, well, she really doesn't break things off when the when the when the white guy that she's messing with, who's married, says, "I don't think we should be talking no more." She starts mm-hmm. messing with this black guy. And he's everything that this did, the white guy is not. He is. Dang. He comes like he's good looking. He comes. It's like if she set up for a baby shower, she's doing a party. He comes and helps, 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 helps to set up, cleans up behind. You know, so like he just it's just being there for. It ain't always about sex. But the white guy is just all about sex. And mm-hmm. then she, she gets all scared, or anything like that, as of like, like, is this really like happening? Like you know, it's just like he, he's a good dude. But then she goes. And then all of a sudden now, when she makes it official with him on Instagram, now the white guy wants to call her back and get talked. I think we should talk again. <laughs> and, then, and that's how it is. And then she goes back to talk to him and fucks him. Yeah. And she went back about, to the white dude? Yeah, yeah she yo, went back to him. Yo, y'all ever seen this? This is the second time I've seen this happen. Y'all ever seen the show Sex Life? No. Not yet. Okay, brief, brief. Okay, don't even worry about it. Brief synopsis. Dude, Shorty was cheating on her husband because uh, he was more reserved or whatever, and she was like a nympho. And she, so she was cheating on him with this dude. He, the husband, finally like got with the program, and she still, like, she was cool. But then she went back to the dude she was cheating on him with anyway. And that's the end of the series. And everybody's like, this bitch learned nothing. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing but black. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, exactly. That, that's what it was. And then when she goes and has sex with him, she's like, I realize I don't love you. And I realize that since I'm not available, I'm not unavailable. And now you make yourself available because I'm not unavailable. If I was available, you'd be unavailable. Blah, blah, blah. All that oh, wait crazy. a minute. I've seen this scene. Oh, I thought this happened at the end of the series. No, no, no. That, that's why when she went back and had oh, sex with oh, that oh. guy. And yeah, I'm about to say because I remember this scene. Yeah. Yeah. Then she go back and tells the black guy, "Hey, I had sex with him, and I realized I don't love him." And he like, "What?" <laughs> so to the point where he's like, "Look, you're a good woman who deserves a good man, but ain't all all good men ain't gonna put up with this." Mm-hmm. You know. And then uh, and she's kind of like, "Don't fight it," but it's like, "Yo, sis, you lost a good man. You, you know." Your dad is out here trying. Your 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 actual son is taking notice from a, a male figure in his life, and you're completely ignoring it, all because of this drama that you have. Because you have it, 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 it kind of comes full circle because she has daddy issues, right? Huge 
daddy issues. And even at the end, when, when homeboy, the, 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 the black dude that, that, that she broke up with or cheated on, and he breaks it down to Orlando of why that she has these daddy issues. Like he, he breaks it down, like why she has daddy issues. And he understands that. But after she finally goes and bails him out of jail, he just like, look, I failed you. I, and Delroy Lindo asked her out to see. He like, I failed you. And you let me in your house and all that stuff like that. And they, but, but, but she's completely just like, I'm just glad you're okay. And she's like, she's finally trying to come around to the fact like I don't care about all that stuff. But she ain't really saying it. And he like, mm -hmm. I gotta get my stuff and I gotta get out of here. The the, the grandson, he's hurt. He like, why you gotta go? He start crying and shit. He like, why you gotta go? Why, mom, wake up, stop. He like, hey, 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 look, it's okay. I gotta make it on my own. He said, because I gotta go out there. I gotta find me a place to live. I gotta be able to be staying on my own two feet. I should not be even in here and brought you into this life and let y'all down. I'm like, Delroy, would you shut up, man, and stay in the house? It ain't your fault. That's, that's how I was feeling. But then he goes and moves, and then she finally breaks down, breaks down and cry. And then when she tries to uh, have a relationship with, with her son, like I, after we're done dinner, we can show me about that magic. And he just like, yeah, no, nah, I, no, nah, I ain't show you that. <laughs> I said, no, nah, I, I ain't doing. And she realizes that the disconnect that, that she has opposed to what. The grandson and his grandfather had, and then it ends on a cliffhanger. I'm just like, at first I thought it was like a limited series. But I'm like, y'all got to do a season two, right? Because it, it, you know, some of his old drug buddies come back and was just like, yo, get in the car, and that's how the thing ends. And I was like, yo, at first I just said, let me watch it off a whim, and that's what I did. And the next thing you know, I was. And it's it's an easy watch. You can watch it in one day. It's only twenty two minute episodes. It's only twenty two minute episodes, man. And I blew through that thing. And it, it, it's good swag. I think you will enjoy it. Let's say because Delroy Leno is just awesome. Like I, I will watch that thing three or four times. Like I'm, I'm actually going to go back and watch it again because it was that good. I might check it out. Yeah, because I was watching that. And I was, uh, I, oh, just on a side note real quick before we end this podcast, I, Velma don't exist to me anymore, okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, I never even went back to that. But I did check out, because I was curious. Um, I feel Steve's coming. Hold on. Bless you. Thank you. I, I feel like if I talk anymore, it's going to be bad. But. Mindy Kalen has this show on HBO Max called The Sex Lives of College Girls, right? And I was curious because I've watched Never Have I Ever. Have any of y'all seen that show? No. It's on uh, Netflix. It's really good. Never Have I Ever. No, no, I, I'm thinking of uh, Would You Rather, the movie. Yeah, it's called Never no, Have I Ever. I haven't seen it. It's, really, it's about th th there's this Indian girl trying to make it to high school and who lost her dad. And it's very funny and it saved everybody through the pandemic because we it came out during the pandemic, like in August of 2020, and we watched it and I was like, "Yo," or not August, like June of 2020, and we watched it. It was like, "Man, this is this is really good." And it was a sleeper hit. It was so good. Common watched it. it was like, "Yo, I want to be part of that show." It was part of season two. Wow. So oh, wow. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 a really good like, kind of high school show. So now. She did a college girl, an Indian college girl in college, and I. It's another twenty. It's like two two seasons so far, uh, ten episodes a season, twenty two minutes long, and I was like, 
I think I figured it out. Mindy Kaling is really good when it comes to original content. But when it comes to trying to change shit like Velma, don't touch that ever again. Because The Sex Life of College Girls is actually a really good show. And they got 95 Rotten Tomatoes. And wow. I, I I got curious. And I'm just like, she when it comes to diversity and trying to play up the comedy parts and stuff like that in these kind of shows, they, they're, they're really funny. And I'm like, then why didn't this not translate to Velma? Mm-hmm. Because that was god awful. It's in my number one worst TV shows of this year, and we ain't even halfway through the year yet. <laughs> and it's going to probably stay there along with House Party. So, I, I, I'm just I'm just saying. But if you ever have any interest, uh, those those are those are two shows that you can guys can check out. Also, if y'all just looking for like a little limited series to watch. Mm-hmm. But that's all I have for the podcast, guys. Oh wait, hold. So, hey, did you want to bring up anything about the gaming or something like that? Because I just forgot all about that. I'm be real. I'm too tired for that. Okay. <laughs> no problem. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem at all, man. I'm too tired for that. <laughs> we will talk about that another day. I appreciate you fellas staying up with me, understanding how my busy life goes. Uh, make sure you guys check out all the other podcasts, No Gimmicks Either podcast, and Drunk Thoughts Over Tongue and, and uh, Turntable Tip by Culture and Beyond. Make sure you also check out my main man, Q-Flow, with all the music that's coming. And you guys, anytime, anywhere you can find your music, make sure you guys check out Q-Flow. Mm-hmm. And so we're about to wrap ourselves out of here, man. So once again, it's the man to play. If you need him to yell Shazam next week, I should be here with my Shazam Fury of the Gods review. So I definitely want to talk about that. Uh, Forgot also, that came out. I, I know you did. Uh, and I'm not mad at you for forgetting. Uh, and... The anime hero Swaggo Zero. Thanks for having me. And the man of myth reality revolutionary Q Flow Flow the Rookie. Alright, y'all be good. Alright. And Q Flow, we know where you are at. So after anybody else gets off the stage, you take us out. To your ears, welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C.